Welcome to the preview episode for our new podcast, What Would Jeeves Do? I'm your host, Nick Jeeves, and oh, what a friend you have in me. crowded and urine-soaked New York City, and we have something here we think can be very special and unique. First, let's start out with who I am. I started working out in, uh, in politics and in media when I was very young and paying attention to all the major events, things that were going on. It started about 15 years ago. I had a love for writing. It was nurtured, thankfully, by a lot of my teachers and a lot of the people that I had met and my family. Eventually flourished to the point where, later, I was hired as a reporter to work in Washington, D.C. I worked there for several years. I wrote national stories on pretty much everything. Media, politics, guns, opioids, immigration, healthcare, anything you could name, I wrote about it. I was a fixer of sorts. A bagman, as they called it. I was also lucky enough to keep my sanity by writing about film and television, and I did some commentary on that and had a Facebook Live show for a while as well called Nick at Night. Thankfully, I never got sued. But aside from the media and political world, I also had deep ties in the medical communities at hospitals like Johns Hopkins, the National Institute of Health, MD Anderson Cancer Center, Columbia, and several others. I've also been an instructor at the Leadership Institute, and I've hosted a radio show in Connecticut for four years. So I've been around the block on these issues before. And it was only maybe a year or two ago where I decided that I was sick of being an umpire sitting on the sidelines. Why be a referee when you can play ball? And nothing against referees. I refereed for many years uh, for youth college, or rather youth basketball. It just wasn't the same. And hence, we started this podcast. In my journey, I've met so many fascinating and truly good people. Their points of view and their life experience, it changed my outlook on the world. Always for the better. Which amazed me, considering that these days when the world changes, it always seems to be for the worst. But here on this show, what would Jeeves do? We'll look to explore those life stories from the best in national media, academia, faith, law, politics, medicine, and a variety of other disciplines and jobs and experiences from people that we think are just amazing individuals. Guests such as CNN's and the Daily Beast, Matt Lewis, Fox News host Tucker Carlson, local pastor, Father Thomas Burns, several college professors that we have on the docket. That'll be our starting gate and what a list of people it is. I'll banter with them about who they are, what they're doing in life at the moment, and we'll hear a story or two from them that changed their lives. One where they were forced to make a decision that would ultimately shape who they are. We'll discuss the pros and cons of that decision they made, relive the moment with them, and find out what drove them to choose the path they chose. Afterward, at the end, I'll wrap up with a little segment saying what I would have done, agree or disagree, and that's what the show's going to be. Our ultimate goal is to illuminate truth and have some fun and some laughs while we do it. Truth is the only real currency left today. In a world fraught with division, theft, fraud, deception, and selfishness, the truth stands alone. Our last refuge. 
It's a way of cutting through the white noise and establishing boundaries with which we can craft a better way of life, a more excellent way, as St. Paul and my good friend Alveda King would say, who will also be a guest. We'll be open to all points of view, not just religious or politically popular opinions, not opinions we think are right. Our mission is to seek. We do not intend to invite sounding board guests on who will regurgitate our views back to us. I myself have been around the block more than once. I've seen unbridled joy that would make your heart sing. But I've also seen crippling, debilitating sadness you couldn't even imagine. Hence, our dire need for empathy. In today's world, we're so caught up in the fervor of all of it. Job, technology, 24-hour news cycle. We rarely stop to take time and see the world through other people's eyes. We developed a self of a sense of self that rejects advice in favor of our individual abilities. It's safer to put faith in ourselves and our own moral compass rather than put our faith in God and in each other. I'm a big movie buff, as I stated earlier. I love to quote movies, especially when they apply to life or they perfectly line up as an answer to a question, so expect some of that as well. And I just feel that just like books, which I love books as well, there's so much wisdom buried between the lines that people forget about or toss aside or it just wasn't highlighted when it came out at the time, so no one really took it and made it into a YouTube clip or a GIF or a meme. And there's so much gold in there that can apply to life. And this one show I want to quote here was a miniseries. It was based on the Stephen King book, Storm of the Century. Actually, I think he actually wrote it for the screen. It wasn't even, it was a book later. He wrote this miniseries, especially for the screen. And it's about these townsfolk in a main town that's hit with a huge storm. And the storm seems to be caused by this very evil, powerful man who's stalking the town. He demands something in exchange for his exit. I don't want to say what. And the asking price is so steep that the town's constable stands up and and has to speak against it. The people are so fearful of the consequence that they're willing to give over something very sacred. And they meet in the church hall to discuss it and come to an agreement. And when the constable stands up and gives his point of view and he's challenged, he replies by saying, We do what it says over the door we use to come into this place. We trust in God and in each other. Now, in essence, that's part of our show, trusting in each other, sharing our trials, our tribulations, our good times, our joys, but most of all, we're going to illustrate those moments in life that make the hair on the back of our neck stand up, the moments where we feel the warmth and certainty that only can come from something greater than ourselves, and we will celebrate the times when ordinary people were put in extraordinary situations and had the opportunity to do something great in the name of their fellow human being. We're all connected by an invisible thread. We all feel it. Some of us talk about it more often than others. Some of us are scared at its enormity and its complexity. But truth be told, that thread is thin and it's fragile. But when we recognize it and shine a light on it, we strengthen it. We give hope to others And we send a ripple of inspiration out into the world that makes the days ahead a little easier. 
So you can find our episodes of these upcoming shows on whatwouldjeevasdo.com. That's spelled G-I, V as in Victor, A, S as in Sam. Again, Jeevas is spelled G-I-V-A-S. And whatwouldjeevasdo.com will be our main hub. We also have some Twitter handles, uh, social media on Instagram and Facebook, all under What Would Jeevas Do? And we'd love for you to go there, subscribe, and check it out. We plan to release the first few episodes up front and then switch to a weekly format after that. We'll have further information on which day of the week those weekly episodes will be released, but expect the first batch to come out on or around November 12th. So keep your eyes open, your ears perked, and your hearts ready for a real taste of what life can be when we live it to the fullest. We look forward to talking with you soon. Keep the faith, and always think, what would Jeeves do? For starters, he'd tune into this podcast and he'd subscribe to every social media channel we have. And remember, Jeeves saves. Jeeves saves.